Hey everyone, it's Gabby here. I'm the Student Success Coordinator here at Food Bizways and Retail Ready. I support our Retail Ready students, ensuring that you have the most up-to-date resources for your food business once you join our course, coaching, and student community. I also make sure all of your questions are answered promptly and thoroughly. Plus, I also support all of the behind-the-scenes logistics. Because of that, I get to see what questions you're asking and what content is the most relevant at the right time. It's lots of fun. I know that we have so much valuable content here on the podcast that's super helpful to all of you food founders. And through this series, I'm revisiting a few episodes that are packed with timely advice for your food business. Today, we're taking a trip back to episode 49, titled Four Steps for Holiday Success, Planning Now for Fourth Quarter Sales. This episode is so relevant because Ali reminds you why you need to think about your fourth quarter plans sooner rather than later. She also breaks down four steps to how you can prepare for the holiday season. Make sure you listen in for what it means to decide, pitch, schedule, and nurture and advance of the holiday season so that you can feel even more ready to crush the fourth quarter instead of feeling behind before it even begins. Let's get into it. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. All right. If you are listening to this episode, you're probably a producer of a food or beverage line, and you feel like 2020 has knocked your socks off. Not necessarily in a great way. And I hear you on that. But what's going to happen, regardless of what has already happened in 2020, is that the fourth quarter is coming. And you know what that means. It means a lot of cooking, probably this year more than ever, lots of baking, and lots of gift giving. You know what makes a pretty good gift? (laughs) Food and beverages. If you aren't planning for the fourth quarter now, you are not setting yourself up for success. The last thing that you want to do is wing it when it comes to holiday preparation. So let's talk through my four steps to getting organized before we hit the fourth quarter. Here are my four steps, and then I'll get into each one. Get ready to take notes. Step number one, decide. Step number two, pitch. Step number three is schedule. And step number four is nurture. So step one, decide. Now, I know you might be thinking that it is way too early to make decisions on what you're going to sell during the holidays, but any smart food entrepreneur recognizes the length of time it takes to develop product, get packaging, determine pricing, and finalize your assortment. It's not too early. Now is the time to make decisions and move along (laughs) on a very basic level you want to figure out what you'll be selling in the fourth quarter. Will you offer seasonal flavors? And if so, I ask, do they have the ability to sell into January should you not be able to sell through all of the inventory? I'll tell you, it is hard to sell a pumpkin spice truffle in December and almost impossible to sell it in January. But a maple walnut truffle? 
Sounds like it might have more staying powder if you, power if you are stuck with inventory, okay? Take that into mind. So you determine what flavors and what sizes you're going to sell and how much you're going to produce. You might take into consideration if you're if you will offer any seasonal bundles on your website or what you might offer as an enticing gift set to your wholesale buyers or to your corporate accounts who might be looking to do even more remote gifting this year. So what can you offer that will be eye-catching and drive sales in their stores and off your website this year? Personally, I predict that retail buyers will be looking for more value-oriented products this year, as I bet as we approach the holidays, we'll see even more Americans tightening up their spending and aware of their budgets. I can't say for sure, but I think it's pretty, it's a pretty reasonable guess that our unemployment rate will continue to decline and that families will be aware of spending around the holidays. So if you can create a seasonal product that is totally gift worthy at a really appealing price point, that might be the key to winning over a buyer this year. Okay. So that's step number one. Step number one, decide. You got to decide <laughs> what you're selling for the fourth quarter. So from here, we move on to step number two, pitch. So you figured out your product assortment and your bundles, and now you're ready to pitch to two key groups of people, wholesale buyers, both in brick and mortar and online, and all of those gift guides that you see your fellow foodpreneurs land in every year. Why do you need to pitch over the summer? Well, let me use a really specific example from my time as head of grocery at Byright Market. So Byright is known for their specialty products, and it's a destination for holiday shopping. Each year, we would publish a physical, full-color, full-glossy holiday, gu holiday guide for our shoppers. It's really beautiful, showing them special products that they could pre-order, holiday specials and savings that we were running, and unique collaborations that we were offering. It was beautiful. It still is beautiful. So it was also a lot of work for the marketing department. As you can imagine, getting a dozen or so department heads to submit information and contribute to a printed guide is no small feat, and we had really hard deadlines to keep us all on track. I had to submit all of my holiday information in August so that the marketing team had time to physically receive the product photographic, photograph it in-house, create the layout and do the copywriting, send it to the printer, approve the drafts, and finally say yes to getting thousands of copies printed and distributed before early November. So I was literally making holiday item choices in July and August. So if you want to be in a physical gift guide or highlighted by a store, you know, again, whether that is a brick and mortar store or an e-commerce store, you've got to pitch months and months ahead of time. So now if you are listening to this episode months after it's published, perhaps it's early October, let's say, what do you do? Again, let's use an example. Let's say you make upstate New York's most delicious panettone and you know that your local stores should carry it for the fourth quarter. Here, I would give you full permission to reach out and pitch that buyer on your holiday item. That's okay in this case because it's a unique fourth quarter item that makes sense for their product set. Now, you might not get your special panettone in a feature in a printed guide, right? It might be too late for that. But they still might say yes to your product on their shelves for this year. So now, on the other hand, 
if you're a product that has nothing to do with the fourth quarter, like a ready-to-drink iced tea or a new flavor of beef jerky, I'm sorry to say that you're not going to have much luck getting that buyer's attention after October 1st. When I was a buyer, I wouldn't even consider any non-holiday related products in the fourth quarter, and I wouldn't accept samples or take meetings or frankly, even answer the phone (laughs) after October 1st. So in fact, if you did pitch to me in October, November, December, I would question if you even knew what you were doing when you were reaching out to me with, say, your brand new kid's yogurt in mid-October. So what does that mean if you are a new yogurt on the block? (laughs) If you are listening before Q4, pitch now, okay? Don't wait. Get your ducks in a row. Maybe I'll say maybe with me and retail ready, right? And pitch before it's too late and you have to wait until mid-January 2021. Okay, so you're going to pitch to wholesale buyers. And then that other group that you want to pitch to right now is press and media. Printed publications are already putting together their holiday guides, and online publications are ramping up as well. So make a list of the best holiday roundups that you saw last year. I mean, a quick Google search will bring up leads for you and craft your pitch to them now. Okay, I'm going to take a quick breath. I'm going to drop in my favorite sponsor, and I will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Retail Ready, my online course for producers of packaged product who are looking to grow their wholesale accounts. Retail Ready is opening for enrollment very soon. Through videos, workbooks, checklists, templates, live coaching calls with me, and daily access to me and my team in our private online group, Retail Ready has all the tools that you need to increase your sales through wholesale accounts, whether that's in traditional brick and mortar outlets or through e-commerce platforms. The first step to find out more about Retail Ready is to join my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business, which I'll link to here in today's show notes. That hour-long webinar is jam-packed with advice that you can use to kickstart your growth right now, plus information on Retail Ready, on my past clients, and how we can work together. Sign up via the link in my show notes, and I will see you there. All right, we're back, and we've got two steps left, schedule and nurture. So step number three is schedule. Here, you're going to sit down, pull out the calendar, and block out some dates. If you know me, you might have guessed that this is my favorite part. Why do you schedule so far in advance, right? Well, let me ask you this. How do you typically feel during the weeks leading up to Thanksgiving and the December holidays? I know personally that time of year is typically busy for me, and I'm pulled in all different directions. If you schedule now, you are much more likely to go into that holiday season feeling organized and at ease, knowing exactly what you need to accomplish every week. Okay, so what are you scheduling? Basically, anything that needs to get done in order to have a successful holiday sales season. So you are going to sit down and you are going to brainstorm this. I'm going to rattle off a few ideas to get you started. You're going to schedule your promotions, right? Will you do a Black Friday sale? Hopefully, you determine that back in step number one. (laughs) It's time to schedule that. What do you need to do leading up to that? And when will you do it? 
Will you do giveaways or other marketing promotions? Same thing. Write down all the moving parts in order to make that a success and put those tasks on your calendar. I love writing down stuff like this and referring to it year after year after year. So it's really important and frankly, might feel kind of daunting if you're doing it for the first time, but know that the better notes you take, the more organized and the more systems you put in place the first time, the better you're setting yourself up for the following year. So you might also schedule your holiday production now. During the fourth quarter, lots of co-packers are running at max capacity and probably won't have any last-minute availability to accommodate a last-minute production run or additional runs if you need more inventory. Planning ahead and scheduling your production time with your co-packer or in your commercial kitchen or you know, even figuring out additional staffing you might need to do your own production, that all needs to happen in advance. Just like you're busy in Q4, your staff is probably busy in Q4 as well. Similarly, you need to schedule your shipment of supplies and order any new or additional supplies that you're going to need for Q4, as lead times are often longer and we've seen such slow shipping as a result of COVID. If you need additional print runs for labels or new packaging for holiday items or tissue paper in a very specific color or extra bubble wrap or whatever it is, schedule it and order it soon. And then finally, schedule your marketing needs. I feel like this one is, is the step. This, this piece of the scheduling is the one that's going to take the most time. So when will you do product photography? When will you write out your Black Friday email sequences? When will you update your website with those holiday bundles that you determined? All of that needs to get scheduled so it actually gets done in advance on your own timeline and with enough space in your schedule so you aren't rushing to get it done. More careful planning will lead to better results. So finally, we have made it to our last step, nurture. Nurture is step number four. I see most food and beverage brands forget about this important step. If you guys have heard me talk about email marketing, you've heard me talk about getting your audience to know you and like you and trust you before you start selling to them. Remember this as you start to think about your holiday campaigns and as you're plotting out your fourth quarter promotions. If you haven't emailed anyone all year, (laughs) if you haven't emailed your list all year and the first time that you pop into their inbox is on Black Friday asking them to buy from you, it's simply not going to work. You're going to be marked as spam. You're going to get a whole bunch of unsubscribes and you won't make the sales that you were hoping for. So instead, how can you warm up your audience starting now, starting in the summertime? It's as easy as getting them accustomed to opening up your emails for the next few months so that when you do pop the question on Black Friday, they will say yes to purchasing. If you don't have an email list yet, now is the time to start one. It's not too late. So I've got a great episode on email marketing that I'm going to link in today's show notes if you need a place to get started. In addition to nurturing your audience, you will also want to nurture those wholesale relationships so that they know exactly when you'll be ready to deliver your first holiday order, so that they're thinking of you when they're planning their holiday displays, and so that they don't change their mind on stocking your Q4 products. If you don't have a, a 
any seasonal product, if your product's not seasonal, it's even more important to continue to nurture those accounts so that they don't forget about you over Q4 or even worse, discontinue you even temporarily. So finally, you want to identify and nurture other brands with whom you might do some sort of fourth quarter promotion. You may have planned that you want to do, say, three giveaways over the fourth quarter, but you haven't quite ID'd the perfect brands to partner with. Now is the time to do your research and start developing a friendly, collaborative relationship with them. Again, you've got to warm up these leads before you ask anything of them. So if you have a brand who you're dreaming of partnering with in December, start getting to know them now before you ask that question down the line. Okay, my whizzes, there you have it. Follow my four steps. That's decide, pitch, schedule, and nurture. And you are going to be on your way to successfully executing a smooth fourth quarter. If you've been enjoying these episodes, imagine what it would be like to ask clarifying questions directly to me and have my assistants working through your strategy on these topics. Well, you can. My Retail Ready students have access to me live in our private online group and on our monthly coaching calls, and I'd love to see you in there as well. Retail Ready enrollment opens again really soon and kicks off with my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business. I have that linked here in the show notes, and I can't wait for you to join to learn more about me and how I work with clients, to find out whether Retail Ready is the right fit for you, and to learn my three steps to growing your packaged food biz. Come join me via the link in the show notes, and I'll see you there. As always, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed revisiting episode 49 and that you're feeling ready and motivated to make those fourth quarter plans now. We'd love to have you continue the conversation with us too. If you're a Retail Ready student, come and post in the student community group and we'll discuss any follow-up questions you have. Or if you're part of our greater community, come and join the conversation at our Food BizWiz Facebook group, linked in the show notes. Have a great week and see you again here soon on the podcast. Thanks for listening to Food BizWiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.